and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one righteous page of Talmud every day. And in today's Duff, Yoma 67, we find a very curious distinction between, you know, two different kinds of commandments. Have a listen. The Gemara cites another Baraita related to the scapegoat. The sages taught with regard to the verse, you shall do my ordinances and you shall keep my statutes to follow them, I am the Lord your God, that the phrase, my ordinances, is a reference to matters that, even had they not been written, it would have been logical that they be written. There are the prohibitions against idol worship, prohibited sexual relations, bloodshed, theft, and blessing God, a euphemism for cursing the name of God. The phrase, and you shall keep my statutes, is a reference to matters that Satan and the nations of the world challenge because the reason for these mitzvot are not known. They are the prohibitions against eating pork, wearing garments that are made from diverse kinds of material, i.e. wool and linen, performing the chalitza ceremony with a yevama, a widow who must participate in a levered marriage or chalitza, the purification ceremony of the leper and the scapegoat. And lest you say, these have no reason and are meaningless acts. Therefore, the verse states, I am the Lord, to indicate, I am the Lord, I decreed these statutes, and you have no right to doubt them. What a fascinating division between two categories of commandments, those who we kind of immediately, innately, inherently understand, and those that seem kind of weird. And to help us make sense of them, I have the true pleasure of welcoming back to the show one of my favorite teachers, Rabbanit Leah Sarna. She is the Associate Director of Education and Director of High School Programs at the Great Drisha Institute of Jewish Education. Rabbanit Sarna, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me back. It is our absolute pleasure, and I'd like you to start us off by explaining a little bit this distinction. It seems at one and the same time, really kind of inherently understandable, right? There are some things like murdering people or, you know, committing incest that we all kind of get why they're wrong. And there are other things like keeping kosher or wearing shatnas, garments that are made from diverse kind of materials that are mysterious to us. So how is today's stuff sort of helping us make sense of these distinctions and reminding us that we are not at liberty to pick and choose which commandments we obey? In my experience, these lists are not all-inclusive, and I think that they also change with time. So the Gemara, you'll never see on a list in the Gemara that, for example, the laws of menstrual purity are impossible to understand or something like that, right? Like the Gemara thinks that makes a ton of sense. And in my experience as a Jewish educator, there's lots of women out there who find these laws make no sense. And I would just say that, that, you know, what's interesting about this part of the Gemara is that it's actually kind of culturally contextual and it owns up to it, right? It's about what will the nations of the world say to us or what will our own Rashi interprets the Satan as like our own evil inclination? Right. What will we kind of doubt ourselves or doubt our own practices? And, and I think a lot of that has to do with like our surrounding cultures. I think the Gemara is attempting to give us a sense of confidence, like, Yep. Well, even if they don't make sense to you now, they're still given by the one true God who 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 wrote them. The you don't have the right to doubt them. But then that cuts to other obvious questions of like, what does it mean that I don't have the right to doubt them? I think those kinds of questions are also really interesting. Am I right in reading in this a kind of almost primer to how faith itself works? Really, the mechanics of faith. I mean, this reads to me like an explanation that says, okay, look, man. If you're getting into this game, into the religion game, 
the first thing you're going to encounter are things that make perfect sense to you. And if you think you're at liberty to stop there, hey, well, I get why I can't kill people or commit incest or take the name of the Lord in vain. That makes you know perfect sense or steal something. Then you should know that there are a lot of things that are intricate, that are mysterious, that, as you say, you have no right to doubt. But, of course, you have the right slash the obligation, as, as the Gemara does with every single aspect of every single facet of, of Jewish life, to try and find some kind of reasoning, to try and find some kind of meaning, to try and find some kind of relevance. You really hit the nail on the head in terms of like, what does it mean that you have no right to doubt them? Isn't the Gemara doing that on every single page? <laughs> like by raising the question. The meaning that I kind of walk away from this is something that only in college did I really learn was unique about Jews, which is that I was in a Jewish Christian Bible study group and with pro with a bunch of Protestants. And one of my favorite things that happened was, you know, they said to us, like, yeah, if one morning we woke up and all of a sudden we didn't believe anymore and we had these questions, we wouldn't be able to pray or go to mass or, or whatever it is, like take Eucharist or any of that stuff. And they said, you know, like, what would happen to you if you woke up one morning and like didn't believe in God? And we all kind of looked at each other and said, well, I guess we'd go to Minion. Right. Well, we'll pray Shachris <laughs> and then and then we'll see. Yeah. And like, if not after that, then maybe we'll huh? And sort of like, okay, like maybe to me what this means is sort of you don't have the right to doubt them in the sense that you don't have the right not to do them, but to ask any question you want, of course. That is so fascinating. Rabanit Lassarna, thank you so much for being our guest. Thanks. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Liebowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman-Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon. Okay.